episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and I am super glad to be back. Had a little bit of a break. It's been kind of crazy, as I'm sure it has been for you as well. This is a crazy time right now with this COVID-19 experience and the social distancing and everything being closed and oh so with that I thought it might be fun to do a little mini episode on how to enjoy the Disneyland Resort from a distance because we have no choice but to enjoy it from a distance and while it is uh, not open there are lots of ways to still get that magic and for me, these are things that I do all the time anyway because I'm always after experiencing the magic when I'm not at Disneyland Resort. It just makes me so happy. So I thought it'd be fun to share some of those ideas and suggestions with you so that if you are, you know, haven't been in a while or ever and you still plan to go, don't let this closure stop that magic from getting your um, your anticipation up there because you still can do it. Uh, trust me, I do it all the time. So let's go ahead and get started. So the first thing that I would recommend, and Disney's even recommending them, is to go to YouTube and watch those point of view or POV videos. I tend to type in the search bar POV, Disneyland Resort. Um, Sometimes I do POV Disneyland, sometimes POV California Adventure, but I always put the acronym POV for point of view, and that really puts those front and center. Disney calls them virtual rides. They're fantastic. They are such a great way to experience the attractions and other things at the Disneyland Resort when you're not there. So let's kind of break that down. I know I've mentioned them in previous episodes, but just to kind of give you some examples of things that you can search for and find. So first of all, there's the attractions, right? Just about every attraction has multiple POVs, like where channels, multiple channels have done their own versions or a channel may do multiple versions of that same attraction because it's seasonal or it's at night or whatever. So if you find a channel that you like and you like the way they do it, then you can look at their videos um, as a collection and find, you know, different options for that same attraction or all the attractions and then other channels why I like to look at multiple channels doing the same attraction is just because they have a different perspective sometimes it's cool to be the first one um, in the the car or the boat or the train or whatever and you get that point of view and sometimes it's fun to be in the back um, for example Splash Mountain because you get to see the reaction of the people in front of you so plus when the videographer is in the back they tend to pan to different locations. So it's just all about getting a full experience. And I absolutely love those videos. Love, love, love. Cannot recommend them enough. I use them for educational purposes when I've never been on a certain attraction before and I want to get a feel for how dark it is or fast or I also listen very carefully to the reactions. Like you obviously can't feel when there's a drop or a plunge, but you can hear the screaming or the excitement in the 
uh, the guests that are right that are riding that attraction, so you kind of get a feel for it, right? Um, so I use it for educational purposes, and then I use it for things like what I'm talking about today, just to get my fix, just to really enjoy Disneyland. So much so that sometimes I have to stop watching them because I get so anxious to go. But it's just a really great way to get a little taste of that magic. But in addition to the attractions, there are other things that there are POVs for. Parades, fireworks, special events like Fantasmic, um, you know, seasonal things, character experiences. And there's also a fair amount of videos, which I am going to admit I've seen more than once, maybe. There are uh, people who just walk around the park and that's all they're doing is filming them meandering through the parks. And I love those videos because you really get to see everything. And, And I cannot stress enough that there's so much more to Disneyland either side than the attractions. And I would say Downtown Disney and the resorts are all in this, the whole Disneyland resort. The landscaping is beautiful. The architecture, the lights, Uh, To walk around in the daytime is one thing and to walk around at night is like doing it like at a different location. Like I would recommend both. Even if all you do is air quotes window shop, it's such a great experience. Downtown Disney is beautiful. There's so much to look and see to bring in. Like if you... um, just want to hear or feel that Disney magic without going into an attraction, you can get that from being in downtown Disney. And then when you go into Disneyland or California Adventure, take a look around at all the beautiful scenery spots, all the photo ops, all the trees, all the benches and waterfalls and the ducks and just everything around you. And then the resorts have wonderful things to offer as well. They have wonderful lobbies and gift shops and the pool area that you, you know, maybe you can't go into the pool, but you can walk by them and the restaurants that you can go into and just all of that. And they have characters everywhere like Disney this, like the shrubs are shaped like Mickey and characters. It's just the whole thing is an experience. Just everything about that resort is magical. And so there are videos on YouTube where people capture that. And it's just such a great way to get a feel for everything, to listen to the sounds, to see it. Amazing. In addition to that, there's plenty of videos on reviews where people will go and eat at this restaurant like when Um, Galaxy's Edge first opened up and, you know, all the new things that people were experiencing from the carts to the quick service to the, you know, making a droid to 
you know, eating at the cantina to the attractions, but every little step along the way. And you can watch those videos for reviews of restaurants and food offerings. And you can see like some people do it right when they're eating, they're filming it while they're eating. And some people do it after the fact. And either one has its benefit, right? You get a feel for if they liked it. And if you've watched enough videos, you get a good feeling on collectively what is a fan favorite and what's not so great. Now, I will caution you, right? Everyone has an opinion, and just because somebody doesn't like it doesn't mean you shouldn't try it. But I will equate this to Disney World. I have never been to Disney World, and I have done so much homework, so much research, watched so many videos, listened to podcasts, looked and listened to reviews that I feel like I have a good general understanding. Certainly not the same of someone who's went before or multiple times, but I am educated enough that I have a good idea. And while, just like I said, just because so-and-so channel doesn't like this food, or this restaurant doesn't mean that I won't like it either. But my first time to Disney World, just because I don't know any different yet, I'm going to go with probably what people like the most, right? What I hear the most about because I've watched enough reviews or listened to podcasts and took notes, I get an idea of the things that people tend to favor. And then I also get a feel for things that maybe I thought sounded like a good idea, but I've seen enough reviews to know that people didn't have the best experiences. And that just helps shape my first time. So if you've never been to the Disneyland Resort, for you know that might be a way to at least try to pick some of those favorite hot spots at first, and then you'll experience as you go. And just like anything else, you can have the best plan ever, but you just don't know what's going to happen until you're there. So maybe you will end up eating at this one quick service restaurant that you didn't have on your list, but because it was convenient, the kids were hungry, you were right there, whatever, you ate there and now you have your own experience that you can weigh in on and take a note if you wanna eat there again. So definitely use YouTube and um, you know podcasts and Instagram and Twitter or whatever your social media is to really get a feel for educational purposes and then just reminiscing and the joy of seeing people's pictures of the parks. And then to take that a step further, I also like to reminisce on my own videos and pictures because I have thousands of pictures and videos on my phone of Disneyland. There is nothing I love more than to scroll through my phone and look at all those videos and pictures from everywhere, from all the places I mentioned, the resort, downtown Disney, the resorts, downtown Disney, and then um, the two theme parks, just to kind of get a feel for it. It just makes me so happy. And if I want to look at a season, same with if you're going to social media, if you want to search by Halloween or Christmas or uh, you know New Year's or the summertime or a specific thing that happened, just such a great outlet to really get to experience that magic from a distance. So the next thing that I would recommend that you do is check out Imagineering on Disney+. Plus. It's such a great series that really takes you through 
the evolution of the Disney company, like starting from Disneyland and hearing like Walt's own words and seeing videos and clips from when it first opened and the trials and tribulations and how everything didn't go so smoothly and just how it evolved over time and his vision and hearing directly from the Imagineers and just the way they had to move forward and the timelines or time crunches or constraints they were under or whatever. It's just the series takes you through all these different things from opening Paris and the ones in Asia and Disney World and just it's just such a great um, series. It's so well done and it's so entertaining that the show goes by so fast. You don't even realize it and you just get so much Disney knowledge and I just love that. So the first season um, is over and my goodness, I hope there's going to be a second season, but I just checked like last week just to see if there was any new episodes and there wasn't, but I highly recommend that because I definitely think that Uh, that would be very enjoyable at this time. So um, something else I meant to say, I'll I'll go back to the POVs. Uh, Don't forget to check out things that give a broader view of the parks. For example, the monorail and the train. If you can catch POV videos of those, you get an elevated view of the parks and Um, it's just really cool the way that you see it from that perspective and some will catch, you know, they'll be on that attraction, they'll be on the monorail or they'll be on the train during like a parade or something. You get to see it from there. Um, the monorail has the front and the back cars that are special. Like you have to stand in line to get into those and they have like a blue lens on uh, the glass so it's like seeing it from a little bit of a different visual which is absolutely lovely um just take advantage of those broader uh things that you can see more and um, another one that gives you a nice wide view of the architecture and the landscaping and the crowds and all of that is if you watch a pov of Tarzan's treehouse because the views up there are amazing and then the rivers of America if you take the pirate ship or the Mark Twain boat it's just nice panning those go really slow and so you get a nice sweeping view of that area Um, like the haunted mansion looks really cool like with the landscaping around it and then you get to see people coming down Splash Mountain and you go now by um, Galaxy's Edge and you get to see you know uh, the Big Thunder Railroad it's just such a great wide view of everything going on at the Disneyland Resort the monorail of course does that you get to see on that the side of like Tomorrowland and all of that but just check out different things that will give you kind of wide views besides of course targeted things you may be looking at and um, also don't forget to check out merchandise if you want to get a feel for the things like people will walk through the shops and show you what's in there um walking down main street riding those main street cars like there's just anything you could possibly think of you can find a video for and then also take advantage of going on disneyland's website which i do all the time even now i feel like i know it but i really like to stay fresh on what's going on. I like to look at the restaurants. I like to see what menu offerings they have. 
um, because they change. They change seasonally. They change just like, I don't even know why, randomly is what I'll call it. I'm sure they have a great reason for it, but it kind of gives me an idea like, oh, okay, so Riverbell Terrace is more of a barbecue place, and here are some options that they have in there. That's a good thing to know, and oh, my daughter would like this or that, and oh, okay, you know, Blue Bayou is doing kind of this seasonal thing, knowing, of course, when Disneyland opens again, you know, who knows what their offerings are going to be like, but it gives me an idea of what each restaurant may be offering. I've not eaten at every single restaurant that is offered at the Disneyland Resort. I've eaten at many. There are some that I never eat at because they aren't really, uh, air quotes, family friendly. If I was going with just my husband, maybe we would try some of these places. But since I don't typically do that, or when I have done that, we've gone to like Blue Bayou or something like that, um, that I've done many times before. But there are certain restaurants I just haven't experienced yet. And so I like to keep an eye on what their menu is. And maybe they've expanded their children offerings or their things that my daughter would like um, that aren't so hmm, specific that maybe she really wouldn't be into. So I just like to stay fresh on that. So make sure you take the opportunity to do that look at the map check out where things are like get a lay of the land take this opportunity to familiarize yourself with what's available at each of the lands um, again I'll go back to what I said about Disney World earlier I have done that so much that I feel like I have an idea of the lay of the lands granted I've never been there it's on paper and what I've seen on videos and stuff, but at least it's education. At least I've heard the names of these restaurants before and I'm familiar with these attractions and how they may be different so that when I do go there finally, I'm not going there blindly. So take advantage of that while you're, um, you know, why we have no choice but do this from, to do this from a distance. So that's really the whole point of today's episode, was just to give you some thoughts and ideas on how to still get your magic fix. And really, it's utilizing social media and your own media, right? Whatever pictures, videos, but really taking advantage of all the hard work people have already done over time and put out on YouTube or they've done a podcast or something. Or Instagram has some of the greatest pictures, like I've already said. But take advantage of social media and really enjoy those. Take notes. Like, don't be afraid to make a note in your phone or if you have a notebook of things that you like. Because it is overwhelming. There are a lot of things to see and do at the Disneyland Resort. And you shouldn't expect yourself to remember everything. You may have to write it down. So I hope this um, was fun. A little departure from what I've done in the past, but just something to kind of fit into this crazy time that we are experiencing right now. As always, I'm super happy to answer any questions or if you have any thoughts you want to share with me. Uh, my email is questions at DisneylandDevoted.com. I hope you all have a spectacular week. Be safe. Be well. And until next time, bye.